0: there was also glory. Amen. He died but rose again. Hallelujah. He died but rose again. I want you to tell your neighbor. You see, most of you don't have neighbors beside you. Anyway, we have decreed and the work is now in our hands. But tell somebody, what does resurrection mean to you? In one sentence or one word. Just tell the person closest to you, what does resurrection mean to you? What does Easter mean to you? You're not only asking no, you're telling no. You're asking and telling us. What does it mean to Were you answered? Are you satisfied? Well, to me, it is faith in action. One that touched others and flood the face with smiles and the heart with joy. It is inexplicable joy hmm. that we can be following somebody who did not just die and died, but died and rose again. Hallelujah. Some of us have had the have had death of loved ones. Did they rise again? No. We had the expectation they would rise. Uh-huh. We went back after we were told or after we saw it to say, and they were is it true? But they did not rise again. Lazarus was revived, but he still faced physical death. But the Jesus we're following, or the Jesus we believe in, he died and he did what? He rose again. All who believe are called to show that Jesus lives within them to exemplify God in and for us. Amen. To me, Easter is a symbol of divine love. It is a symbol of salvation. It is a symbol of hope. It is a symbol of resurrection. And it is a symbol of freedom spelled out by Jesus Christ. I was blessed to meet the Abidoyans in 2008-2009. We worked together uh, in Jesus' Palace, Maryland. And I just want to thank you for giving me this opportunity to share with this beautiful people of God. I do not take it for granted, whether I'm ministering to one person or I'm ministering to a thousand. It is an opportunity for me to serve in order for me to be blessed. So I thank you so much. My regards to your husband please let's put our hands together for these people of God because they have remained consistent. They have remained consistent. 2008, 2009 is 10, 11 years ago. There are some Christians I know that have added something. There are some Christians I know that have sold their souls to wealth. There are Christians I know that have added manipulation But this couple, they have remained constant to the glory of God. And it's a blessing for you to have them here. I hope you do not take them for granted. For me, God forced me to come to Atlanta. You know, when you know somebody for 10, 11 years, you should have had times to visit each other, right? We only did it when it was convenient. But God this time around forced me Eh? like Jonah, forced me by fire by force and brought me to Atlanta. I'm glad to be here. Amen. I was told that you're looking at open heavens and that we pray one hour after the service. But we're going to be looking at the, we're going to be looking at open grave. Because you know what? For there to be open heavens, there was an open grave. I hope you understand that. Yes. Without that grave that became open there would never have been an open heaven. So we're going to be looking at the victory of the open grave. The victory of the open grave. The grave is always timed. I don't know what grave situation you have in your life, but it is always timed. But the heaven is what is timeless. Heaven is timeless. Whatever great situation you're dealing with, it is timed. It has a start date, it will have an expiry date. But heaven is timeless. And that is why Yoruba says the battle is over. He said it, he said, it is finished. I don't know what battle you're fighting. And you think, why have I been buried in this battle? When you remember that your Jesus was buried and it was time. how many days? One, two, three. Was it more than three? No. It was not more than three. It was timed. But heaven is timeless. May we all receive the victory over every dead issue in our lives in the name of Jesus say that to yourself pray that prayer That Lord Jesus Jesus. help me to receive victory over every dead situation in my life everything that appears dead in my life God grant me the grace to receive victory Amen. Amen I watched a very short video it was 90 seconds and in that video, a firefighter, I heard it happened in, in Louisiana. A firefighter realized saw a dog, a mother dog, and a doggy just one, you know, walking frantically. I don't know the beginning of the story because what I watched was just uh, ninety seconds, about ninety seconds. But cut a long story short, they had to open all this covered, uh, quarters. the covered gutters. They first opened two firefighters. And one actually had to dig his out inside to break out documents. The mother dog pacing was frantically pacing because a dog had fallen into the gutter. Only one did not fall. She was moving with the one around. A duck. I don't know, how she called the attention of those firefighters, but they came, they opened the place. And they had to start bringing their mouths. Now the firefighter did something significant. Even a farmer. Or a hunter, a hunter, you know, had duckling sounds on his phone. So he played it because he couldn't see the ducklings anymore. They had gone into the water. He played it to attract the duckling to the soil. And he now had to bear over into the gutter, almost falling over into it. Bringing them out, he brought out six. You know what we read in the Bible? is God leaving the or Jesus leaving the hundreds to go after one. Here, this dog, the mother dog, had one. She went after the six. And after. They put them in a the bag and took them to their comfort zone, which was in a river. That is the assignment we have as Christians. That symbolizes why Jesus came to deliver, to save. That is the assignment we have. As a biblical counselor, People pay me for counsel. I do it as a job. But when anybody is referred to me and I sense the person is suicidal or depressed, I do not talk about feeling forms. I do not talk about signing up. I see that soul. Because that is the assignment we have been given. This story is a real life story. But it exemplifies who we all should be. Who we all should be. Be sure that if you are ever to fall in a pit, this woman here and her husband, they will not leave until you are out of that pit. Amen. Why? That is the assignment they have. So maybe some of you wonder, she calls me all the time. Why is she calling me? She has an assignment to ensure. I won't be cared for this complication because it is not my complication I could choose to leave the anointing hall at home because I was still waiting to hear more after God had spoken but you see, God n- knew that the person responsible for this earth wow. would not wait she would do it and to tap into it, when I get up to there, I'm going to take back. I'm not even saying her to come and anoint me as well. So I'm going, go, I'm going to go and taste that oil and put it into her own oil. That way she can handle the anointing. So she's not going to let you be. It is an assignment to ensure that you do not remain in the pit. That firefighter had no business. We're talking about ducklings. Ducklings. But he could not move forward. And God had given him something to save them. He could have decided not to use his four. And he could have said, Well, I've removed two, I've removed three. That's enough. We're not called to remove two or three. We're not called to save one or two. If you still have friends that are struggling, they have heaviness on their shoulders. That is why you've been called. What does Isaiah say? He gave him beautiful ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that we might be called the tree of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that who would be glorified? Not you, that he, that the king of kings will be glorified. Let's open our Bibles to 1 Corinthians fifteen four, and somebody can read. 1 Corinthians fifteen four. First Corinthians 15-4, we see an example of love, so divine. Irene. Please go ahead. And that he was buried, and that he rose again mm. in according to the scriptures. Thank you very much. KJV on one other version talked about he was buried. Who was buried? Who rose again? Jesus. Why? To come. <laughs> to come and do what? To come and save us. According to what? According to the scriptures. According to the scriptures. Victory of resurrection. Resurrection would not be what celebrating if Jesus died and stayed dead. For the grave could not hold Jesus bound. The grave will not hold you bound in Jesus' name. Amen. The grave will not hold you bound in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you know why the grave could not hold him bound? Because the grave became open. Amen. That is why we thank God all heartedly for the resurrection morning. And we shout with boldness, He arose! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Jesus Christ arose. Jesus by his resurrection stripped Satan of all your possessions. Mm. Mm. Jesus stripped Satan of everything. So if it looks like your blessing is being withheld by Satan, you should command as one who knows about the open grave. Mm. You should command those blessings back because God has already given you the victory. Yes. The empty tomb is God's grand signature that you have been set free from anything the devil has to offer. He did it all just for you. He did it all just for you. I want you to be on your feet and begin to decree and declare what Jesus sets you free from. Be on your feet, begin to decree and declare. You know what To set you free from. You know what he has already set you free from? I know he has set you free from hopelessness. I know he has set you free from joblessness. I know he has set you free from stress.
1: I know he has set
0: you free from grief. I know because I have been there. I know he has set you free from poverty. I know he has set you free from sickness. I hope. It's the first time I ministry without my physical Bible, and God was why. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so, I always query people when they don't have a physical Bible, but this morning I don't. Nine verse fifteen. God my soul from the power of
1: Amen. He shall receive.
0: Amen. Can you all say that to yourself? I mean, your version, read your version to yourself because it's talking about you. But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave for he shall receive me. He has received me. What are the blessings of the open grave? One, freedom from agony. But God Acts two twenty four says, but God raised him from the dead, freed him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. Mm, hallelujah! My brothers and sisters, if a loved one died, they are free from the agony of death. Let that knowledge bring you joy. If the new Christ, if they did not know Jesus Christ, there is nothing you can do. And that's why you must say, Come on, but you you all about your so why should you be bearing in the grief of somebody dying? When well, it's either way, they are free from the agony of death. Or they are dying by death. And you cannot do anything about it. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So the first blessing or the first victory of the open grave is that we are free. Secondly, mastery over death. Romans 6.9 For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. That the difference between mastery and victory. When you master a subject, you are above the subject. The Jesus we claim to follow, the Jesus we follow has mastery over it. So you have it too. The Bible says he I it too. It is not the Bible. It is God. We are gods. Because we created male and female in his own image. So we have mastery over death. Number three, victory over death. But God will receive me, but will rescue me. He will save me from the power of death. We have read that Psalm 49 15. We've read it. But his resurrection, by God's resurrection, he has overcome death so that he might make us share in the righteousness he won for us by his own death. Apostle Paul declared the the death that death could not hold Jesus captive. Because even in the grave, he was Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Apostle Paul used the analogy of a pregnant woman when it is nine months, Whether she loves being pregnant or not, when she gets to the hospital and she gets push, what does she do? Does she say, ah, ah, I want this baby to stay inside. Whether she releases herself for the baby to come out or not, the baby must come out. Because the time of pregnancy, it is tied. Some are not five months. And the medical technology the baby needs. It's similar to the grave. indeed you are. Number four, bondage breaker. Jesus is identified as Messiah, which is the Christ, the anointed one who would deliver God's people by digging them out of bondage. Death could not keep its hold on Jesus. Romans 4 6 9. Lazarus was revived. I said it before. So he died again. But Jesus resurrected, so He is never, as in never ever, going to die again. Which means He has broken every bondage in our life, every hold of death, every hold in our life has been broken by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords.
1: We are never
0: going to taste death again. Jesus Christ's resurrection means a final break from and with death and all its power. Amen? Amen? What else do we have because of the victory of the open grave? We have divine connection by faith. We have what? Divine connection by faith. We have what? We have divine connection by faith. Our union and divine connection to Jesus makes this true for us as well. Verse 9 of Romans 6 says, Verse 9 of Romans 6 is connected to verse 8, which says, Now if we die with Christ, we believe that we will also live with Him. This union or connection to Christ comes through faith. Romans 3.22. Peter makes the same point at the end of his sermon in Acts 2, calling people to repentance and baptism, which is a sign of belonging to God's people, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sin. We say that in Acts 2.38-29. It is comforting that we share in the victory over death as Christians, we must not entertain any fear. If you say you love someone and you are fearful of that person or in fear within that relationship, you're not in love. You're not. You're in fear and they are two different things because the Bible tells me that perfect love does not cast out fear. When people come for counsel and they're talking about their husband and their wives Once I see fear in them, I have them, Are you sure you're in love? And then we go to the foundation of this love And all the time I see that the foundation was something else but love The foundation So no matter how we die because we know that perfect love casts out fear we should have that comfort in us or well, no matter how a beloved dies we should be comforted by the fact that we're connected to God by faith Six Another victory is that we arose, and there's no evidence there's no argument against the fact that the tomb is empty. There's no evidence and argument against it. There's none. There's none. The fact that Jesus arose is not debatable, not open to any debate. It is what scientists call D. You can't add anything to it, you can't remove anything from it. By its power, we two are already now resurrected to a new life. We've been anointed, we've been prayed for, but the open grave remains our evidence. There is no dispute anywhere in the world that it did not arise. As I said before, there was a Friday, but there was also a Sunday. When the enemy reminds you of Calvary, remind them of his time. There was punishment, but there was also release from bondage. There was shame, but there was also glory. All those who saw him going down, all those who saw him being smitten, being beaten, being harassed, also saw him being lifted. He walked. They saw him. After he had risen up, Number seven, the testimony of the empty tomb. They did not just see, people testified. People talked about it. Even the most skeptical, the most cynical, the most unbelieving historians, philosophers, scientists, theologians, they agree on one thing. Jesus died on the Roman cross Hmm. and on Sunday the grave was empty. They agreed on that. They agreed on this testimony. Countless individuals testified that they saw Jesus. It's not a myth. And that is why that is the only thing Muslims attack. If you pray in Jesus, they will say You say is it the Bible? Is it the Quran? The only thing they attack is your mm-hmm. Why? That is what makes them second class. Because when Muhammad died, who could believe? He died for them. But when your Jesus died, the head vomited him. The head could not contain him. The head could not keep him. We've been promised comfort. That's the next one. Comfort has been promised. There was a descent to the grave, but there was also an ascent. And he said, If I do not go, the comforter will not do what? The comforter will not come. Eternal life is also guaranteed. There's a guarantee of eternal life. John eleven twenty five. I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will live. Even though they die. And those who live and believe in me will never and there was a question asked, do you believe this? And finally, there's limitless love. John 3.16. Limitless love. That verse on its own. I used to preach the Psalm Five Love Languages. Limitless love. For God so loved the world that he gave his best. He gave his best. He gave his best, his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. When my beloved passed on, people wanted to mourn. I was mourning as well. But God ministered something to me. He will not die two times. So I did not allow his siblings to do what they wanted to do, just carry him to a grave and bury him. I celebrated his passage. I did a beautiful program of events, invited people from all walks of life including good the presidency. I rode in a nice bed, I wore in a nice suit. Who are you kidding? He said he has gone to heaven. The death should be he as He's not the king of kings. He's going to meet his maker. They should be rejoicing. Except we do not believe that the person has come to heaven. The one who gave him to you, collected him back, who are noble. You now bury yourself in the grief, grief and you refuse to move forward. He truly gone to the Reason. Amen. He has Amen. Reason. I celebrated this passage to the glory of God. The Bible tells us in Luke 24 that some women went to the tomb to seek Jesus. Why? They did not believe. It's the same thing. You want something. And you're bothering God every day because you don't believe. If you believe and you know it's yes, here, death, you can just repeat it for emphasis but you should not go into lamentation. You should not go into another grief. You should not go into pain because you cannot do it on your own. So many believers today are still operating from the grave rather than from the throne of grace. When you continue to accept the fact that you are bound, You're still operating from the grave. When Jesus died, he paid the price for your sins and he freed you from the power that holds humans down in destiny and gave you access into the class of eminence, into royalty, into the throne of grace. He took from Satan all power and authority and restored it back to you. He gave it to you. He gave it to you. Blessed child of God, until you begin to see yourself as grace, clothed in glory, you cannot attain the height that God has ordained for you. I'm going to share a story before I round off. In a city called Hanover in Germany, the story was told of a woman. She died quite heavy, but the description of the grave. Was this. It says, May this tomb, but for eternity, never be opened. It was written in German language. May this tomb, this grave, but for eternity, never be opened. But guess what happened? A tree from under the ground began to grow. Now, the way they do their graves over there, the stones are so heavy. That like no human can lift it. But a tree began to grow. And in looking for lights, the tree broke the covering. And the tree is still there to be. People go to that place. It's a graveyard in a churchyard. People go to that place as a tourist attraction. But this is small compared to what Jesus did. This woman, because of the way they do things in their culture, was you steal a grave, you never open it. But one tree created by the King of Kings and Lord of Lords oh, yeah. broke through the covering. And the tree is still standing today. It happened in 17 something or 18 something people still go there. Now, the God you serve is the one who could make that happen. What was the tree looking for? He was looking for lights. The light of you should break through Every- yours. No one can take that victory from you because it has been handed over to you. This eventual grand opening of grace is exactly what I Lord promised us. position. Not one single stone. Not one single stone. Brethren, Jesus still comes as of old. Anointed with the Holy Spirit to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prisons, the opening of grace to those who are bound. Like that seed that eventually upset the grave in Hanover, the Bible says, poetically, that our bodies will be sown in the ground and will be raised with immortality. Romans 1 Corinthians 15, 32 to 45, the work that Jesus did for you on the cross of Calvary is very much open to you, to tap into. He has taken it all. Your salvation is paid for. It is like a gift card. If you leave the gift card in your bag, what happens? Will they bring the gift to you? You have to expend it. You have to spend it. Only those who have died to self, to flesh, and reason to faith will tap into the pain in full mode. There are real Christians who believe and are aware that the provisions of heaven are limited. Let be one of those Christians. Believe that the provision of heaven is limitless. Gave me. It is limitless. Salvation is a full package. The work of Jesus Christ on the cross was finished in the grave that is now open. Whoever believes now has full and unlimited access to all that God has to offer here on earth and in his eternity. Resurrection Sunday is here. They will serve us victory to continue to keep our focus on the reality of the empty grave. Happy Easter. The grave is open. We have a victory over that issues. We have victory over that issues. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want us to sing this song. It's a simple song. We don't know, just listen. Victory in Jesus' name.